Well, good morning, motivators. It is friggin' Friday, the 25th of May, 2018. It's got the makings of a beautiful day here. I think all this preceding a rather shitty Memorial Day weekend in terms of the weather, right? Again, hellfire and brimstone, rain, sleet and snow falling on Saturday and Sunday, which is disappointing because got an invite to see some old friends in New Jersey, spend the day with them. I don't know if I want to, I love them dearly, I don't know if I want to drive two hours down and back in the friggin' a downpour, you know what I mean? Anyway, friggin' Memorial Day, alright, what is the significance of Memorial Day, Memorial Day weekend, this celebration, uh, as you will. For some people, it's an excuse to have some time off, nice three-day weekend, a barbecue, hey, who's coming over for Memorial Day, you know, other people, it's an extreme act of patriotism, you know, other people, they're going to go out and catch some sales, most people are going to do a combination of all these things, right, we're going to remember the fallen, those individuals, hopefully, you're going to see a lot on TV and on, online and stuff about people who served and thank you for your service and all that happy horse shit. And uh, that's all nice and fine. Uh, I feel like, I, I think that these the statistics on people who haven't, who've served ever, like Americans that have served ever throughout history of the military service, is less than 10%. And those that have served on a frontline unit in battle are like 1% or less than that. I could be wrong with those stats, so don't beat me up or feel free to correct me on them. But a very small percentage of our population has actually stepped up to the plate and served their country. Songs have been written, rock and roll songs. It ain't me, it ain't me, I ain't no senator's son, son, right? This frustration that those who have so much, the um, the people at the, at the apex of America, American royalty, if you will, particularly back in the day, Vietnam time frame, when the shit was hitting the fan and soldiers and Marines and airmen were dying all the time, for a questionable cause. Um, there's a lot of people who dodged the draft, right? A lot of people who do that. <clears throat> but I think that the draft... I, I, I don't know. I, I guess maybe we shouldn't get in a full-scale conversation about that. I don't know that much about it. But I think it was a good thing because it gave America some skin in the game. Like, there's an expectation that you serve. I know that there are some countries like Israel, for instance, now they, they're in a lot more of a precarious situation than we are, dealing with potential conflict every day. But everybody serves in some capacity. Men and women out there slinging a rifle, doing their civic duty. And once you've done that, once you've stood posts, once you've fired a, a rifle and trained to fight, protect, potentially 
give the ultimate sacrifice for your country, you feel a lot more patriotic. <laughs> you know? You feel like, like, okay, this is the team I'm on. This is my tribe. And that's a great feeling. It also, across history, it's, it's been responsible for uh, a lot of crazy shit atrocities, right? People feeling like it's us against them and this is our team and we're going to go get the bad guys. Those days are going to be more and more, they're going to be over. I think. People realize that the public is just not going to accept the sacrifice of their men and women for a cause that is less than just. We've had some of those instances recently um, well, you know, some of our activities in the Middle East, we've been there for over a decade, almost two decades now. Um, part of my frustration and my, my reflection uh, with my time in service, and it was a meager time in service, we're talking four years active duty, another three on in the reserves, in the Marine Corps, and then later the Army National Guard, New Jersey National Guard. So I'm no freaking war hero. I'm not saying asking you to thank me for my service or that I'm some sort of badass or anything like that. Um, but those four years of service were quite um, quite an experience and something I'll never forget. But when you consider that we are kind of like pawns on the chessboard and all that hard training we did to fulfill the mission and go out there and kill the bad guys, we could be used and misused, you know, we didn't have any say, that's part of the deal, you sign your life away, you go off, and, and they, they tell you what your mission is going to be, and so this kind of blind, unthinking mission accomplishment, devotion to mission accomplishment, is what it's all about, and at the end of the day, when me and my fellow Marines were out there patrolling the, the, the land, if you will, <clears throat> be it on foot or in an Amtrak or a helicopter or on a ship, it was about us. It was about our team, like my squad of a dozen guys, my platoon of 30-something guys, my company of 100 guys, my battalion of plus or minus a thousand Marines. So it was about us winning, living, surviving, because we day in, day out, we were we were raised together. You know, this is something that we did. We sacrificed, we suffered together in training, we busted our ass, we were subject to this pecking order. Um, and so this was the team that we're on. And if we were sent out to fulfill a mission, we would accomplish the mission and take care of one another, fight and die for one another. That is what warriors do. So we don't really give two shits about the higher mission or the philosophy of this is why we're going to war, but it certainly would be nice <clears throat> for us to know and to believe in our cause, to know that it was just think about like World War II when the enemies were quite clear uh, the genocide perpetuated by the axis of evil right 
Germans and the Japanese and the Italians mostly, right? Working together, they were they were committing atrocities. And so we were the good guys. And we went out and brought them to justice, right? A lot of people died. Thank them for their sacrifice. Hope that we don't have to go out and do that again, but um, history does repeat itself, particularly if we don't learn from it, right? So it certainly would be great if the world would come together as one and we would learn how to settle our differences with diplomacy. And on that note, it would be great if our leaders really considered the implications of being a commander-in-chief. Now, we could be talking about the current event of Donald Trump and Kim Jong, whatever the fuck his name is, Il, Un, father, son, I don't know who the hell is, a little freak with a crazy haircut and a bad attitude. You kind of, you shouldn't be a dickhead if you're in charge. You shouldn't be an antagonistic jerk-off who, you know, says, lets things fly out of your mouth. What the fuck is this? Hold on. What's up, buddy? Yeah, let those girls out. They both have uh, done their business and were given a treat. What? I let the dogs out. I, I would ask you to do the same just to be sure. All right? Good. Guys rock, rocking and rolling or what? Buddy? I love you, man. Have a great day at field day. Hey, hopefully you guys are still with me, these kids. I love those little buggers with all my heart. They got field day today. And they're going to go after it. Welcome to Salford Hills for field day. Samuel Oberst is going to be in a white t-shirt and the blue t-shirts are going to be over here. I want everybody to do their best stallions. Come on, come out. Three-legged race. Let's go. Egg and a spoon. Let's rock and roll. 50-yard dash. Run like the wind at Salford Hills. Stallions. <clears throat> Where was I, though? Hey, Memorial Day. We got to remember the people who have signed up served, and particularly those who we've lost, they've fallen in combat. This is obviously, they've made sacrifices for us to preserve the tenets of our country, to keep America free, to kind of maintain some sort of, maintain some sort of balance in the world, you know? Talk about uh, the world's policemen and all that stuff, we've certainly done a lot of these things, um, and you question whether or not we should. I don't know. You know? At the end of the day, I think that everybody needs skin in the game. So, I think there should be a mandatory service. It can be military, or it can be civil, or it can be a hybrid. Whatever you want to do. But you should have to friggin' be willing to go out there and fight, and friggin' win battles for your country. 
You can also fight on the streets, picking up trash, helping little old ladies across the street, friggin' helping shore up our infrastructure, donating your time to a worthy cause to make this place great, to keep it great, right? Because, you know, streets don't sweep themselves. Society does not just, you know, find that balance of right and wrong. We need to have skin in the game and all to fully appreciate all that we have, I think. And some people, again, 90 plus percent of Americans don't have skin in the game. But they hang their flags out, and that's appreciated. And they say, thank you for your service, and that's fine. Appreciate it. They support the troops. That's great. But otherwise, they are insulated from any sort of goings-on in the world. They don't know. They don't know what it's like to serve and to know that, okay, we're, we're being deployed to Africa or, again, the Middle East or wherever the hell we're going. They haven't felt that unfortunate emptiness of leaving their family, dropping everything they're doing, signing up for the contingency that they could be deployed and have to go maybe fight and die for their country for a cause that they may or may not believe in when it comes down when the shit hits the fan, right? There's a lot of people talking about the NFL players taking a knee and how the recent legislation... Uh, laws that were passed, where the fuck, I don't know, laws, rules, whatever. They're talking about issuing penalties for people who would take a knee during the national anthem. I think it's stupid on the behalf of the NFL. I think that people, if they want to use this opportunity, their fame and the cameras that are on them, they want to use this opportunity to uh, peacefully protest because of racial. Uh, profiling by police or somebody getting pulled out of their car and tased the shit out of or abused, they're pissed off these people. There still are racial tensions in our great nation. And it's one of the things that threatens to really fuck us up. So, this they're just like kids. And these many of these NFL players are still kind of kids. You tell them not to do something, that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to do that something. Don't pick your nose, you know. Don't touch the cookies. Don't friggin' do this or that. Oh, that's exactly what they're going to do. Don't tell me what to do. Particularly in America, we have free speech. These people aren't hurting anybody. They're peacefully protesting. It's as a as a former Marine, as a veteran, as a patriot. Do I like it? Do I, no, I think it's ridiculous. Do I like it when I'm at a uh, uh, football game in my community or some sort of event and the national anthem goes up and everybody stands? Like, they don't know how to stand. They've never served, so they don't know. They were never trained to lock their nasty fucking body, put their heels together with 45-degree angle between their feet, between their toes, put their friggin' arms straight, roll up their hands into a fist, put their thumb along their trouser seam, chest out, shoulders back, and their gaze at the flag. Just lock your fucking body. Show some sort of respect. But good, educated members of our community will stand there with their hands in their pockets or 
shooting the shit with their buddies, moving all around like they're nasty. So that is more insulting to me than some overpaid athlete using their their platform, essentially, to shame the American public about some real shit that goes on with racial profiling and police brutality. All right? Whatever. I'm not going to lose sleep over that. But when I'm out there standing in the field next to you and you don't know how to address the flag or uh, stand for the national anthem, it fucking disgusts me. And there's a whole lot more of that than there are football players that are taking a name. All right? So there's that. Memorial Day. Let's friggin' remember the people who have signed on the dotted line. Even if they still are alive today. Let's be thankful that there are people out there that are willing to sign their lives away for an idea. For America, for mom and apple pie, for the good guys that we we fancy ourselves as being. Right? Those of us, the team captains, you could call them, that are going to step up to the plate and say, I'll, st- I'll do it. Because they are making a sacrifice. Even if they serve in complete peacetime, there is a possibility that they could be sent to a combat zone and that they could die over there. So yes, we have a lot to be thankful for. We also need to all serve in our own way, shape, or form. Which means you don't need to be a freaking warrior slinging a weapon and freaking with a knife between your teeth, going hand-to-hand with the enemy, slinging it out. But maybe you can teach somebody a skill in your community. Maybe you can function as a positive role model for kids and for adults in your community. Teach people self-defense. Teach people how to do whatever. Frickin' fix their own computers. Pick their nose and eat it. Friggin' be respectful just with our actions. Can we influence other people to live better, more productive lives? Because that's all that I would want to know in closing here. Let's say I was some frickin' hardened warrior deployed overseas right now fighting, you know, some war, some battle that Americans at large really don't appreciate, don't know shit about. I got a friend like this right now. He's some sort of military contractor. He's friggin' fighting wars that you'll never hear of. This is the way he lives his life. He's a friggin' super warrior, like something out of that movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren where they super soldiers, they drive around that big four-wheel drive van, and they freeze them in the back, and they let them out, and they just go fucking destroy everything. What the hell's the name of that movie? It's a good one. Anyway, if I was a super soldier deployed in the name of the United States of America, I would take great comfort, the most comfort, knowing that the people back on the block, back in in the community that they not only appreciated the sacrifices that I was making or was prepared to make, but that they were living well and they were enjoying all the freedoms, not abusing the freedoms, not screaming fire in a crowded theater, but exercising their First Amendment rights, 
exercising their freedoms, being good to one another, and in other words, tending to the team, the welfare of the team. I wouldn't want to read in the news and constant friggin' negative shit about how we're on the brink of nuclear war and, you know, this guy's a jerk-off and the Kardashians and all that stuff. That's a, an abomination. That, that friggin' flies directly in the face of what we want to stand for. Let's be, make these people proud. Make them believe that they are representing a team that really gives a shit about them. Live well for these people so that they can be proud of the work that they do. Because there is nothing worse than fighting for a cause that is a bullshit cause for people who don't even know you exist and don't appreciate the sacrifices that you're prepared to make. It's like friggin' et et tu, Brute. So think about these friggin' soldiers, whether somebody was friggin' stormed the beaches of Normandy or they just signed up for the National Guard and did a couple years or as a friggin' clerk pushing a pencil or whatever. These people had the friggin' audacity. They had the courage to sign their life away and go off and go on adventures for our freedom. All right? So that's just my two cents on that. I'd like to get some true motivators that I served with and people that I know and love and respect to weigh in on this, both in terms of the military and civil service end of things. Everybody, have a respectful, happy Memorial Day. When you're sitting out back, drinking your friggin' sucking on your beers and having your pool parties and eating your little orzo salad, you remember that there's some motherfucker that's over there wearing desert camouflage right now, eating MREs and going killing bad guys and strategizing, playing a, a human chess game against some very bad people who would like your way of life to end and would also like to freaking destroy you physically and mentally. You understand that? Good. Have a great Memorial Day. Stay motivated. Huh!